This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Friday, March 18. In Squiz Kids Today, sausage sizzles in South Australia, hijab trouble in India, the disgusting truth about cane toads and the world's biggest not potato. That's what's making news kid style. The Lowdown. South Australia Squiz Kids, what are you doing tomorrow? Heading to your local school with your parents for a sausage sizzle, perhaps? Joining them as they line up to vote in the state election that's taking place there tomorrow? All going smoothly, election-wise, you should have yourselves either a new Premier in the shape of Peter Malinowskis or be settling in to another four years with Stephen Marshall as your Premier by the end of the weekend. The election is important for South Australians, obviously, but it will also be closely watched by our federal politicians, the ones that work out of Canberra. Because a federal election is coming around the corner, and everyone will be looking to see what happens this weekend in South Australia, and specifically what that might mean for the big federal election, which has to be held before May 21. Game on! Meanwhile, the northeast of Japan was in cleanup mode yesterday after a powerful earthquake rocked the country in the wee small hours of Wednesday night, making tall buildings sway and knocking people to the ground. Japan sits on a couple of fault lines. Now, a fault line is where tectonic plates meet. Tectonic plates are basically parts of the hard outer crust of the Earth, and when they bump into one another and push against one another, the grinding that results is what causes earthquakes. This earthquake measured 7.3 on the earthquake measuring scale, which is big. There was a warning too that it might trigger a tsunami, which is the Japanese word for tidal wave, but thankfully that didn't eventuate. I've stuck a link to video footage of the quake in today's episode notes, and remember... If you've signed up for Squiz Kids for Schools or become an Apple subscriber, we've done an excellent shortcut on earthquakes and volcanoes. Links to free trials of both are in today's episode notes. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in the south of India, where a court has ruled that it's okay to stop Muslim students from wearing the hijab to school. What's the hijab? It's a headscarf, and it's worn by some, but not all, Muslim women and girls. Some of you or your classmates might wear the hijab. Over in India, judges in the southern state of Karnataka ruled that wearing a hijab was not essential to the Islamic religion, and so the court said the school could insist on a uniform that did not include the hijab. The Muslim girls at the school in question have appealed the decision, so watch this space. Aha! That's the classroom companion Clarion, indicating that today's Squiz Kids for Schools activity sheets are tied to this very news item. And today we're practising sentence length to compose a compelling argument. If you're keen to check out Squiz Kids for Schools, there's a link in your episode notes to a free 30-day trial. 
Animal Kingdom. Just when you thought it wasn't possible to dislike cane toads anymore, comes the news that they eat their own babies. Ugh, of course they do. New research revealed yesterday that when they are tadpoles, cane toads feast on cane toad eggs. And the reason cane toad tadpoles eat their younger siblings before they've even had a chance to hatch is because they are addicted to the poison that cane toads produce, which is frankly all kinds of messed up. And exactly why I hate them. Also because when it rains really heavily at my house, they pop up everywhere with their nasty eyes and disgusting leathery skin and poisonous secretions. Ugh. Cane toads, which are native to South America, were introduced to Australia in the 1930s by scientists who hoped they would control a pest called cane beetles in the sugarcane fields of Queensland. But that backfired, and now the cane toad is a pest. As it happens, Amanda and I have produced an excellent shortcut on invasive species, available to all Squiz Kids for schools or Apple subscribers, and as you know already, links to free trials of both of those are in today's episode notes. You're welcome. Biggest, furthest, longest. Now, usually this is the segment where we celebrate incredible achievements and Guinness World Records and the like. But in today's case, we're going to have to correct the record. You might remember a story from last year about a New Zealand couple who dug up in their garden what they believed was the world's biggest potato. It was so big and so heavy they had to create a little cart to move it around on. They called it Doug because that's what they did to uncover him. Get it? Well, it turns out they jumped the spud gun with the Guinness Book of World Records writing to them this week to say that Doug isn't in fact a potato, but rather a gourd, which is another type of plant altogether. Boo fingers. Doug's owners don't care though. They still love him all the same. They keep him in the freezer and say hello to him each day. He's a cool character, says Doug's owner, because he's the world's biggest not a potato. for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which country was hit by a powerful earthquake on Wednesday night? That's right, it was Japan. Question number two. Doug the not potato turned out to be what sort of vegetable instead? Yes, that's right. He's a gourd. Question number three. Which gross animal eats its own eggs, addicted to its own poison? Yeah, it's the cane toad. Blech. Shout outs. It's March 18. Today is World Sleep Day. Wow, that may well be my favourite world day ever. Ooh, and tomorrow is the 90th birthday of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. So, happy birthday to you, Bridge. It's also a Friday, and you know what that means. A good excuse to crack out the birthday reggae tune. Hit it! And it's a happy birthday today to these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Mackenzie from Colonel Light Gardens. Mose from Mosman Park, Corisan from Annandale, Mira from Point Cook, William from Keswick, Sarah from Oatley, and Poppy, who's listening all the way over there in Singapore. And belated birthday wishes go to Otis from Bathurst and Spencer from Woodcroft College. 
Not forgetting, of course, those Squiz kids celebrating a birthday over the coming weekend. Happy birthday to Gabrielle from Sydney, Zoe from Queanbeyan South, Sienna from Cheltenham, Luca from Werribee, Jayla and Erin from Ashmont, Gracie from Mooney Ponds, Crumbs from Brisbane, Mila from Walpole, Isaac from Cannon Hill, Sebastian from Belmont and Orla from Ashmont. And of course, to Thomas, who's also listening all the way over there in Singapore. And whilst we don't usually give classroom shout-outs on a Friday, this is a special shout-out to Audrey in Year 4 at Mount Karingai Public School, who's being very brave today and shaving off all of her hair to raise money for the world's greatest shave. Your parents are very proud of you, Audrey. Audrey, we'd love to put a photo on the Squiz Kids Instagram page of you with your shaved head if you want to send it on through to squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. And the same goes, of course, for anyone else who's participating in the world's greatest shave. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.